task force of the most dangerous people on the planet who I think can do some good. They're bad guys. Exactly. And if anything goes wrong, we blame them. We have built-in deniability. What makes you think you can control them? What the Health is essentially the exact same film as Cowspiracy, but instead of what eating, you know, essentially meat and dairy does to the environment, it's doing to our health. It's the number one cause associated with most of the worst illnesses known to man. Um, not the only one, but the one of the one of the biggest ones, if not the biggest. And so, and the cover-up and the collusion between different organizations, pharmaceutical industry, industry, and it's a big fun. I'd love to. I'm on. Uh... I can't really eat that stuff right now. I'm on a, uh, I'm, on, I'm on this cleanse. You're, you're on a what? I'm on a cleanse. <laughs> what? It's good for you. I didn't know, you're supposed to take six shits a day. That's not true. You're supposed true. to shit twice a day. No, that's not true. That's what they used to do. Now they know you're supposed to shit six times a day. So you're not drinking, you're not smoking weed, you're not. No, 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 I'm, I'm drinking, I'm smoking. I'm on a cleanse. I'm not psychotic. Look, man, if you stopped eating gluten, you'd feel way fucking better all day. Whenever you feel shitty, that's because of gluten. That's not true. Who it the is. fuck told you not to eat gluten? It's just true. You don't even know what gluten is. I know is. what fucking gluten is. No, you have no idea I what gluten is. I do know what gluten is. Gluten's a vague term. It's, 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 it's something that's used to categorize things that are bad. You know? Calories. That's a gluten. That's a gluten. Somebody just told you you probably shouldn't eat gluten. You're like, oh, I guess I shouldn't eat gluten. Gluten means bad shit, man, and I'm not eating it. Welcome to the APA Juniors podcast. I need a minute. Part of the Tent Your Seniors Network. We're sponsored by Alive, uh, Shiver Premium Ice Cream. Let's see, Bahamas Island Realty, Tropics, and who else? Anyone else? Am I forgetting anything? And listeners like you. That's right. Go to our Patreon page. Go become a Patreon for us. And uh, wait, what? <laughs> okay. Oh, that's the thing I was what okay. Fuck All right. like, that's the thing I was supposed to follow up on. But anyway, I could cut that part. I fucking hate you. Y'all is hold on, wait, y'all is just like ignore me when I say shit and they're like No 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 no. When you say Patreon, I thought you were saying patriotic. That's what threw me off. I thought you were saying be patriotic. <laughs> that's why I say wait, what? That's what I thought. Um, so we're here to discuss what the health. Now we were supposed to do a podcast on what the health as soon as it came out because we had like very, I think, like organic reactions to it. Uh, pun intended. Uh, I think you initially was like, "But I vegan, but is like, it supposed?" Hold on, twenty okay. minutes into watching it, I right. think you messaged, "But I vegan now." No, you know what it was? It was the section about the pus in uh, near the hooves of the pigs. That's what did it because what they're. The scare attack was, was to show you the most disgusting, vile thing you can ever see and then make you think that you're putting this into your body. I mean, Never pro- do that again. Propaganda solid, okay. No, it's, it did exactly what propaganda is supposed it's to supposed do. It'll to turn do. you vegan for like 20 minutes. It had like the amount of people who were then vegans pizza. were like in a, for an hour period was just like, I never eaten this shit again. And maybe some people lasted a full day. Yeah, we're talking to you, Sharice. Yeah, Fucking just post a picture of a burger. Remember talking when she taking a break from vegan? No, I remember when she was all about that and she was reeling against how could we continue to do this? And then her status the next day was like, where I could find the best Kong snack. <laughs> and we were like, vegan Kong snack? <laughs> like, but it, it, uh, it did what it was supposed to do. Great. Like, good job by Kip and the 
organic vegan industrial complex is what I'm now calling them. So, like, watching the documentary, um, it gave, I think, a lot of credence into, like, the idea of becoming, like, more conscious of what you put in your body. Like, what do you eat? And for a lot of people, sometimes, like, they're so busy with their normal lives, they don't um, have time to, like, think about this shit all the time because they're trying to feed their kids, they're trying to go to work. Like, you don't have time to be worried about, like, processed meats and, like, the idea that when you have, like, this little brat asking you to buy, like, water guns and, like, to take him somewhere. <laughs> you sorry. Were... <laughs> I'm sorry. Just looking at you while I was doing that and you shaking your head. But, like, I think that was, I like. I feel like you were talking directly, yes, directly about directly. your nephew. That, yes, directly. And, <laughs> and, like, so, like, something like what the health comes along and for people who don't have that focus all the time. Because, like, there's such specialization in, like, so many areas, right? So, like, even, like, things like politics, people don't have time to be paying attention to politics all the time. And, like, stuff like sports, like, we're ingratiated into that. But people don't have time to care about, like, who plays for what team. And But everyone eats. So it should be important to everyone. So something like What the Hell comes along, and it's on Netflix. And, like, anything that goes on Netflix, like, once it becomes viral and everyone has access to watch it as soon as they hear about it, that's just a powerful tool of technology right now. And it causes so many things to become viral. And like we said, like for an hour after what the health, maybe a full two days, a lot of people went vegan because they believed everything that they heard and what the health without like any kind of discerning opinion or any kind of nuance. So like, what was your first, I guess, thoughts upon like watching it other than like pus? I'm not a sick. Nobody. I mean, it's difficult. It's difficult to get around pus, but I think that, um, We've seen within the last few years, society in general become health conscious and more environmentally friendly in terms of the technology we use. So this kind of falls in line with that. I mean, people that aren't vegan or maybe aren't as health conscious about what they eat make fun all the time of, you know, organic, the label organic being slapped on everything in the food store. And by those people, I mean me. I do that. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? You talk about yourself. I right said now. people. Yeah, okay. Me yeah. and other people. You are people. So so yes. I feel like this documentary was in line with the thought process of the way society is moving right now. And so, like for Bahamians especially. No, 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 not us. For the rest not of the world. For not the rest us. of the for the rest of the world. But like because we're talking from a Bahamian perspective, because we saw like Bahamians watching this and like you hear the conversation they were saying, like, you gotta have a chicken snack. In like an hour less. Yeah. As a like, matter of fact, don't even watch this near to lunch because you won't finish it. First of all, you will forget about it nearly immediately. Because I will be honest, I thought about and I, you know, I'm not the most health conscious person, but nigga, I'm fairly, you eat Burger King and rice. I'm fairly careful about what I put into Burger my King body. and rice. What's wrong with that? You still do that? Wait, I was hoping you said that you didn't do no, that. No, I haven't. I haven't had a burger since like Halloween. No, okay. I had one on vacation, but before okay. vacation, I hadn't had one since right before Halloween. Oh, nice. Yeah, because I kind of see even me. I I, I kind of was off the red meat wave, but that was for completely different reasons. Right. Like I wasn't eating red meat whatsoever. But even for people like that that are somewhat health conscious, this took it to an entirely other level i mean they this is not for moderate no it's not for moderate this is like we said this is like some deep level propaganda like i brought up american sniper and like u.s military movies and like 
when you're young and you watch that, you just think it's an action movie. The third one could have used this. When you get older and you watch it, you're like, well, this is just America indoctrinating the mind of everyone who watches like films like this. Like every first person shooter? Yeah. That they've brought out for the last decade it's or so. It's all about America saving the world. And like I watched like what the hell things like and like would hear people like espouse like some of the stuff that they were saying and I'm trying not to like just bash it completely and some of the pseudoscience they were, no we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the and good some stuff. of the pseudoscience that they were saying and i'm just like but you believe that right away like how could you be living your life the entire time eating the way you eat and then watch a documentary in one fell swoop everything changes your mind because like to me i get the idea that it makes you think differently and like yes you can change your mind on some things but like do you not do additional research after that? Or, like, do you not follow up on anything after that? Yeah, basically but what I you're... thought, like, one of the uh, powerful things about it is, like, especially for Bahamians, it would make you think about what you're eating. Because a lot of times, I don't think the, like, Bahamian society thinks about what they're eating. Like, six fattest in the world, right? Yeah, we're, like, we're yeah, pretty we much... Ranked. We're pretty much up there. Our we entire, would make the elite eight of fat countries. Our entire cult- culture is kind of built around um, <laughs> grand grandiose kind of meals. Like... The 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 amount of food that you have stacked onto a plate is kind of like a badge How of much honor starch? in our society. Three different kind you of starch, I mean? and so <laughs> that go, that that goes into our mindset of the way the way we feed our kids, the way we feed ourselves. We grow up thinking that it's okay to eat like this, and that's one of the things. That's probably my favorite thing about this documentary is it makes you think about the long term effects of, like you said, something that everyone has to do, and that's eat. It seems very simple at the surface level because you may not even think that deeply about food in terms of its relation to medicine, in, in terms of, excuse me, getting sick and how you treat it. Because I think it's one thing they said was um, they were talking about America, but I think it's also true for us. It's a culture of treating the disease rather than preventative. So we don't think of food as something that can prevent these diseases from happening in the first place. Mm-hmm. And that's something we can do more of. So that part I really liked. It'll make you think, what am I doing to myself as I continue to stuff this? But now here's another question. Sometimes right? garbage into my body. But don't you believe that like some of the people who are new converts, converse to this kind of knew a lot of this basic information but then they needed this like they needed something like this to like push them in one direction and even though they know this they do not care about it later because for for example i have co-workers right who always talk about like going on a diet and anytime they see me eating anything <laughs> that is like like not completely healthy they'll be like oh car what happened to your spinach because i would like i take bags of spinach into work sometimes to have like because sometimes you just want like protein and then like some vegetables you know what, you know what i've and found they, they they think i own sometimes i want is like y'all think y'all insulted me like I, i'm trying to figure this out no that's that's kind of what it is because like like i said the way we view food the way we view a certain type of food if you're not eating that you are seen as other you are seen oh, as definitely less than. definitely and then when and then they would always end it with but i need to get this body right though when you're not because we all slip, we all fall, or of course. We, we have our cheat times where we want to eat patties, something else. Coconut tarts. When they cakes, see you doing delicious. that, they enjoy it so, they, they so think, much. Do you so believe that it gives them energy? It. Yes, it does. It gives them energy. Like yes, they it have does. Additional powers, and, and they possibly, have cyclops. Possibly eye beams. sexual satisfaction. 
Oh, so they just come from that. When Maybe. See, yeah, when they see you eating Maybe up. It's like, oh, look at all us being the same yeah, person eating That's what fries. it is. That's what it is. You're then, one of us now. And then you just turn around and be like, no, nah, I'm not. nigga. No, I'm not. Like, not at all. I was in the gym since like four this morning. So we are not the same. But, I mean, it's it's clearly it's clearly pro-vegan. We're, we're going to use the word propaganda a lot. And that's... That's kind of what I what I saw it as. People, even if they knew a lot of this information beforehand, they needed presented in a concise, entertaining way. And using scare tactics is probably the best way to force people to retain information. Dude, fucking Donald Trump. I blame Trump. Okay, it's not completely his fault, but like just the idea that you could just well, these the people on the other side. No, but I'm saying like the idea that you could package something in a way to get to a mass audience. Oh, this is all presentation. That's what this is. That's what this fucking was. And I watched that and like would be reading group chats and be like, Fuck, no, why do you just think that? Like, because sometimes you could just do like one additional layer of like research, and by research I mean just fucking Google. And go then to you any would- go to any peer reviewed article by uh, a reputable news source i'm not talking about news.com over there i don't yeah, even know see, if that's a real thing go to a reputable <laughs> news source you know what i but mean But like people don't even want to do that and like because i just mentioned google right so you have this like google search effect thing where people don't need to know information or to learn it they could just believe that oh i have google so like i kind of know it because it's like one tier away but that's not really the idea of knowing that information and why while i said like yeah, you could just Google it. I think that the Google search effect also takes place in this documentary because people would watch this and then think they know. Yeah. Because, like, you could Google something and think you know and think you have that knowledge, but it's like, okay, but maybe you need to, like, read multiple sources and maybe you need to focus on when you read and, like, take into account where the information you're saying comes from. So let's get into, like... And at, at, what, this, at the same time, just to piggyback on that, everything's pretty much one click away so with that google search effect you can find you can come in with with a confirmation bias and you can just find the right yes. articles to support whatever you thought in the first place and that's what my nigga kip was doing yeah so kip kip anderson who i guess he's the he was the narrator he was the main focus of this documentary he was the star he was the star he did uh cowspiracy that's also available um on netflix funded by our boy leonardo dicaprio um, Watch out, boy! I might bag your hoe. hoe. Yeah, <laughs> you'll never be able to say his I name. I can't again. ever say his, say his name, name again. I'm saying that. Uh, shout out Uzi. Shout out Uzi. X on the album. That's a great album. <laughs> so yeah, so um, Kip, of course, like, and this is the thing about documentaries because people watch documentaries and think that they are seeing facts. But documentaries are like fictional pieces of film work. It can just be someone's point of view. And where they do the camera, how they edit it, what the cuts are, and the music they use in the background. So Kip came on and then like gave his background story about like what he was. I and, ate meat and cheese every day. And Kip was like clearly a fucking hypochondriac. And like when he brought up the WebMD shit, I was like, oh fucking god, here we go. Like you go One into the, you go into it knowing that I mean Kip's a hippie, which is fine. And like the blue the blue van. I feel like Kip have a Maserati on a Lodo. What did I ask you when I saw Kip <laughs> jump it runs into that on vegetable I oil? I bet that runs on vegetable oil. It runs on vegetable I oil. I mean, because Kip, Kip is clearly that nigga, though. I will say, it. Do, I mean, a documentary doesn't Kip, have to Kip be... Kip hair kind of like John hair. Yeah, but John is where his out, though. 
Yeah, and I think John has used products on his hair. Yeah, John does yeah, use Kip products just on goes his straight ponytail, just like. It doesn't. It doesn't have to be. It can be a documentary. Can be factual. But oh no, just, I'm not saying it's not. But even a factual one that's like well resourced is still someone's point of view. Like you have a limited time constraints to like present your point. So I guess going into it or making it, you still have a point of view. It's still there subjective. are documentaries that aren't as subjective. I'm just saying that there's subjectivity in like even it's just to which degree. This seemed to like the extreme degree. They went hundo p on this one. <laughs> Shout, shout, shout out to Hundo P. Happy birthday, Hundo P. Hundo P is a solid party. Uh, solid party. I could do that more often. But yes, so let's jump into the actual film. We open with Kip. Kip is giving you his backstory. Kip is telling you about all the meat and cheese he ate in his childhood and also, like and the effect he did not think that it would have on no, his No, but Kip was saying shit that he went and followed, like, went to the websites and followed, like, the nutritional guide. Who does that shit? A hypochondriac does that. Yeah, okay, that's true. I gotta pull that one back. But, like, I was watching, I'd be like, Kip, you for real, dog? And then he, he comes out the back with, like, one of his, one of, like, eating processed meat. And he equates it to uh, smoking cigarettes and, like, the level of carcinogen. Yo, they was... were really trying to make this connection between meat and dairy is exactly like cigarettes. You're facing big tobacco when you do this. They were Wait. pushing that all the way through. I, I just said, think about that, though. Like if you and I like think about what they were saying and like they're like the World Health Organization had to have seen that saw the study and just be like excuse me say what but that's like, no that's, lo- that's not what it meant that's not what the study meant that's not what it said that's where a lot of the backlash that the film received came from because you had you had people you had nutritionists you had doctors you had anybody that's in the know about this kind of stuff come out and say yeah we get the points that you're trying to make you're making some very salient points people do need to be more careful about what they're doing but a lot of the stuff you're saying is also wrong and the scene that sticks out to me when i think about that is they have the egg dropping on the left and then they tell you (laughs) it's as bad as five cigarettes and they got five cigarettes dropping on the right and I'm like, listen, I don't have to know anything about food, but I know that is wrong right away. You're like, not convincing me of that. I, I know bullshit when I see like, it. Like, that dark. seemed very, very clear. One egg and five cigarettes. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. And like that kind of thing, it, it, it'll it turn you off from it if you know what you're talking about. If you... Okay. Like, so the, the study that he cited and that he ran with um, grouping the different, like, levels or carcinogens, if... For example, like we said, like if you're just you tangentially like care about like what you eat, sometimes you don't really focus on that, even the to the degree that there are different groups telling you that there's a wide range and like there's a wide spectrum. But like who says what level um, what level it is on the spectrum and what's the difference between group one and group two to anyone who is just listening is like one or two. They sound like very close together. Like, fuck, I smoking cigarettes every time I eat an egg like American Cancer Society and. Kip would say shit like, oh, 800 studies, but, like, which studies? Were the studies peer-reviewed? Like, then you start to get into, like, some language of skepticism. And, like, skepticism not as, like, necessarily a bad thing. Skepticism as, like, a healthy scientific thing that has to be done. Like, a study is done, a conclusion is made, that does not make it a fact. But Kip was saying it and presenting it. As a fact. But the easiest way to gloss over that is, okay, you toss that into the universe, you put it out there, and you immediately follow up with a scare tactic that'll make people say, oh my god, and then completely not want to vet what you just said before. But he, this nigga was saying shit like, you eat it once, 
and then you automatically increase all of your risk of cancer. Yeah, right. But like away. the study was like, if you ate processed meat and like, listen, eat less processed meat. Yeah, these, which these are, are things. Which is something eat less basic. or no processed meat. It's right? something basic. Then you could say, I ain't gonna stop going to Subway. But it's something basic. Then mm. you could say that you could tell Real people, talk. and I, I get that. Wait, ex- wait, what if you have to like, if you behind people in Subway and then they ordering for the entire office? I that would make you like reconsider going to Subway. I gotta wait on the line, bro. What are my options out there in Bahamian society if I ain't going to Subway? Like, I ain't trying to call names because one day people may find it in their heart to sponsor us, but think about what we have out there. Everything in a greasy bike. Fuck. Six fathers. So you have to wait on that line. I gotta wait on that line and take my chances with and these carcinogens. Be, like, <laughs> be like, mayo, no mayo. Yeah. I gotta, so, I gotta take my chances with these carcinogens. So, but like, what the study, I think, was actually showing, and I'll put a link to um, one of the articles, and you could see it for yourself, but you could research it for yourself. Like, don't believe the shit we saying is gospel either. Oh, not us. Not us at all. Like, we ain't scientists, but I, I just I just feel like I know bullshit when I saw it. Eyes right sports. Yeah, I'm saying, dog. Just look at, like, try to catch Pacho down every day. Pause. I ain't trying to catch Pacho. <laughs> <laughs> Miss me with that. <laughs> Talk about propaganda. Boy, they'll find a way to get in there. They will find a way to get in there. No, you will not. No, you will, you're not going to turn this into a narcos podcast. I, 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 I mean, I'm the only one. <laughs> I just saying, no matter the show, no matter. I surprised they didn't find a way to get in Kip show. Wait. Kip? Anyway, never mind. I even yeah? I, I don't know. That seems weird. Yeah, it but seems, hold on, no. also seems true. So, like, the, I think with the study, it actually said that if you eat processed meat, Every day for your life, you will increase your rate, your odds of getting cancer by like one from 5% to 6%. So you will have a 1% increase. And any increase, of course, like, and you hear the word cancer, yeah, like, but that's eating processed meat every day. And even that study does not state that as fact. It's like one of many studies that have been peer reviewed by reputable scientists. These other studies that Kip cited like they could have been knocked down and be like, "Oh, you're like the way that you tested that was flawed." Like th- that's not the way that nutritionists look at like testing food shit. You tell me this about race all the time, and and sometimes when I make overzealous race arguments, but your actual message may get lost when you try to do too much and you go too far right or too far left in this. And I think by them making that direct correlation. I think you would cause people like us to automatically cause the bullshit blinkers to turn on and think that something's up when you tell me uh, eating meat is directly uh, as 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 bad as smoking cigarettes. Because right then when you do that, mm, I, I'm thinking about everything else you're saying at that point. But like as provocative as it was and like it got people going for sure. I was listening to this podcast as your client did with... Uh, Bruce Friedrich, who um, he worked with PETA, and he talked about how Griffin, te- how technology, how technology reduced animal suffering, right? And he was saying that PETA is, is not supposed to be, um, they're not supposed to present both sides of the argument. They're supposed to be provocative to get people just to think about like these kind of things, okay. or to like maybe change their idea. So at some point, did Kip know that a lot of what he was saying was bullshit and was like. I'm just going to start the conversation then. I think... And I'll get, like, these... Because even some of the, like, doctors... Oh, can we talk about air the quotes on this And the cast. It's like, I don't know if I would trust you, though. Like, you don't have a trustworthy face. Also, um, you 
man that is railing against meat and the way I eat and all of this stuff. Like, there was one guy on that that was fat, and I didn't get it. <laughs> it's like fat personal trainers. I didn't. Like, I didn't you get just, it. Like, but no, because vegans would vegans would come back and say that just because they're vegans doesn't mean that they sh- they should be in shape. Because you could eat like a lot of food that could cause you to like gain weight and like directly lead to you being obese but i thought a part of the whole thing was obesity is leading to all these health concerns so the the plant-based diet automatically means that you're not going to be but you're still supposed to have like some level of exercise in your daily function like a plant-based diet and then again only hold on wait but this is but i mean you could be eating like fucking vegan pizza that shit could still get you fat you could eat pasta and get fat off of that if you're just sitting down all day you just don't use cheese i guess well, then that's not pizza. Hey, boy. Anyway. <laughs> you have substitutes. Okay. So, like, because um, there's this thing, right, called, like, impossible meat. And what they're trying to do is turn, like, meat, use uh, technology to have, like, make products that aren't meat-based, but they taste like meat. And, like, they would bleed the same way. And there's this burger that they developed that, like, actually, it's come the closest so far of being something that tastes like meat. And, like, that could be the future of how we consume food and if you can um if you can like make food that way that will like how like that takes into consideration like the lifespan of of animals and like uh just the environmental effects that could be better for society if people who eat meat be like nine nah, never giving a shit up but they have an alternative that tastes the same they'll be like all right fine y'all win this one i feel like those people just still really want to eat meat whenever i see them do that what Whenever I see them make the imitation... Uh, no, because, like, okay, but that's true, though. But in their mind, they know that it's morally incorrect. You're right in that they still want to eat meat, but then they also realize you sometimes you can't get people to eat meat. And if you want to make an impact on the environment and an impact in the lives of animals, what you would have to do is, like, you don't win the moral argument. You have to win, like, the capitalist argument being, like, this tastes just as good. Um, we could produce this in mass. This might cost less. And then you add in that moral element. It was like, well, why you got to eat the cow if you could eat something that tastes just like the cow? And then just let that ride. I just want to run off these numbers real quick while we're still on the processed meat cancer thing. It was something that I highlighted. I wanted to, I, I needed to remember to say this. Okay. According to the WHO, about 34,000 cancer deaths per year worldwide are attributable to diets high in processed meat. 34,000, right? About 1 million cancer deaths are due to tobacco smoking. So you see the gross difference between those two. 34,000 and 1 million, right? They, they, they continue. 600,000 are due to alcohol consumption. And more than 200,000 per year are due to air pollution. So look at all of the things that are ahead of processed meat. But they would say that some of the air pollution stat, and I would give them this one, is due to environmental concerns of people like, but I get, I get your point. Of like, there's a wide distance between the million from tobacco, the six hundred thousand from uh, alcohol. Which, by the way, like tobacco and alcohol, got to be like, you ain't coming on my block, bro. Like we've been fucking up people's lives. Like you ain't gonna come from out time here. Time immemorial. Like we the best. We are the warriors and the calves of this shit. Like no, no, no. You're not even in the finals. Process Jesus me. had niggas drinking wine. I'm saying, come on, bro. Like was Jesus saying, drink that shit in moderation? No. Let he us was, know. It was literally water, and he. T- <laughs> Turned the wedding completely out. He turned up the he wedding. He's such a fun party god. You think he's the, the Patrice of West? 
But Jesus had to come and save the party. He had to come and save the party. He's like, yo, and play Shabbat on a pot. Oh, they should have. Oh, man. Oh, more stuff about what yeah, they got keep going, right. Keep going. Okay, let's talk. Okay, let's talk about what they got right. Um, the number one thing that we said that they got right was we liked the fact that it made people more uh, health conscious. Oh, the thing that hit home to me was the particular scene or the particular segment of the film where they went down to North Carolina. And with all documentaries, you know, you want to learn something from it. And I love documentaries. And so I like to learn something new. This was something that I did not know. And it sounds ridiculous just to hear it. But I did not know about the disposal of waste on hog farms, how it was done. And how is it so blatantly obvious that this is destroying the communities around it and it continues to go on? They literally just take the piss and shit from hog farms and spray it out in the open. Now, Unfiltered. When, when you heard Kip say that, did you see, like, I got to see what's going on after. Yes. Yes, and you did. And tell people what you learned after you said so that. So I learned that. Hold on. Let me pull this up. But, I, you know, being. A, and th- this is what I think documentaries should do. This is the best part of it. Like you said, causes you to go to the second layer. So this was the part that interested me the most. And so I continued to look into it. And I guess a part of the reason is because it seemed to it seemed to have a disproportionate effect on black communities because it was done around mostly black communities. Black Lives Matter. So those are not around hog farms in North Carolina. So. So apparently their residents in North Carolina, they they were fighting back against the hog farming industry, but legislation obviously was against it. So it's called House Bill 467 and they wanted to limit they wanted to limit how how the hog farms can can mm-hmm. dispose of their waste and they want them to do it in a more manageable manageable means by just spraying that shit on my lawn and what's the name of the guy the congressman right yes i gotta find this quote i'm filibustering keep going i lost it <laughs> See, look at you, Google search back. Like, God damn it, I had this information. I'm anyway, supposed to know it. Is it not just amazing to everybody else that they just spray pig shit no. and urine into the air untreated Yo, just on people's lawns? One of the things that, like, because that, that's the thing that uh, you took away. My thing was about, like, because um, how people eat chickens and think that they're healthier, and that's not necessarily true about them being healthier than red meat for the environment. Like, say you were just going to eat a meat. Uh, meat anyway chicken versus red meat right so there are these all of these uh negative things with uh chicken farming for example like the chickens that you're probably eating if you're not getting like these what they cost like 30 dollars in fresh market organic chickens those those other kinds of chickens like they are injected with all these chemicals and hormones and steroids to grow to like an exorbitant size so like a chicken that's probably six months old would be six or seven times the size that it should be. So, and then they did the, the I was uh, researching, and they did the equivalent of what a human baby would be. And after six or seven months, it would be the equivalent of a human baby weighing 600 pounds. That's a big baby. That's a big fucking baby. That's a, that's a lot of chicken. But then they do that because they have to produce it in such mad quantities because people, niggas love chicken. Yeah. Everywhere. But think about that. Like, what are you eating? And we would always make the joke about, like, well, that's why, like, South Florida has the best athletes because they have churches. 
Churches wasn't discriminating. We say that about America in general. Yeah, like that's why the South have the best athletes because they're feeding them these fucking mutant chickens and then they're eating it and then they're doing so. Think well about on the how long field. Bahamians have been saying that when you see like a kid from the U.S. that is so huge or somebody moves from here and then they go to the states and you say somebody on is always say that's the steroids in the food. Like, we know it. Mm. We obviously been hearing that for years. We know that's what it is. I mean, but then if you have to compete against LeBron children, you I mean, eat you can need them steroids, bro. You can need them steroids. So, what it was was about 500 residents in North Carolina uh, engaged in a class action lawsuit against Murphy Brown. That's North Carolina's largest producer of hogs. And a group of lawmakers, in response, passed State House Bill 467 that limited how much those residents could possibly collect in damages. So they were trying to cut it off right at the impasse. Like y'all ain't getting <laughs> shit. None of them. Well, y'all getting shit. Y'all getting shit. Y'all, y'all only are, getting y'all literal only shit. Only getting though. shit and piss. Yeah. Y'all Sorry. only getting literal shit. That's all it is. So North Carolina Representative Jimmy Dixon, he was the one that introduced House Bill 467. Right? Strong name. So Jimmy you know Dick. where you're going with Jimmy Dixon. Strong name, Jimmy Dick. Jimmy Dick. You uh, should have warned me before that. <laughs> so so Mason Dixon line said, These claims are at best enormous exaggerations and at worst outright lies. Is there some odor? Yes. But I would <laughs> like you to close your eyes and imagine how ham and sausage and eggs and fried chicken smell. That shit made me want to be vegan. Like, I hate that nigga. And I now, every time I read that, I hate meat a little bit. Jimmy Dick is the worst. He's the fucking worst. <laughs> I can't believe he said that. He's but I mean, like, close your eyes, though. And then, like, imagine, like, a solid barbecue. Dog, these people are living basically in squalor. You know, listen, I know what it's like when dogs in the neighborhood turn over the trash and you got to go clean it up. So there's trash on your lawn. That's horrible for a couple hours, dogs or chickens. That's horrible <laughs> for for the time when you have to go do that, right? But these people get shit and piss sprayed on their lawns. Jimmy Dick was like, I mean, like sausage and ham. Sausage and ham, though. Like, I mean, like bacon, though. Like, this was the thing that, that like... Kip had different strategies, and I guess different strategies was to hit home with different people, and this was the one that did it for me. So that was one of the things that I I liked about it. Yo, I believe that Kip knew that a lot of... He's like, yo, just say your shit. Like, he would go to some of these people. He's like, where are you going to school? What what did you write? What did you produce? Because a few of them were best-selling New York Times, like, authors, and then I thought, well... So is fucking Deepak Chopra. Like, just because you're a best-selling New York Times author doesn't mean that you know what the fuck you're talking about. I feel like 50 Cent was... Probably, yeah. Probably, I remember hearing this. Like, you could put that on the back of your name. Like, that's not like getting a goddamn doctorate. If Cardi B wrote a book tomorrow, she would be a New York Times bestseller. Probably be a great book. Should be an audio book. It'd be. Then they can't write. Stop it. Well, how many of them can? Charles Barkley have a book. That's what you get ghostwriters for. Deepak Chopra can. No, he fucking can't. I'm pretty fucking sure he can't write. (laughs) Anyway, you ain't Deepak Chopra, but. Let me send you. He's like the Joel Olstein of like spiritual Joel shit. Joel Olstein lit all kind of people in his church right now. Now, I guess not Joel Olstein. You, but I hope <laughs> like, but you could go to. I hope John on Joel Olstein. John, but Joel Olstein because of this whole hurricane. Hurricane Irma hit. John Olstein just changes profile picture to just Joel just sitting there looking. We gotta make that meme. I hate that he's the one that makes all the memes because we can't tell him to do it. 
No, you could still tell him to do it. He could do it. Okay. Yeah, no. That's that's 100% going to happen. Wait, up his I, re- I forgot my train of thought, man. Sorry. Oh, Other things that we liked about What the Health? Um, oh, no. Was that the only thing that I liked about I had about to talk it? about, like, some of the bullshit, though. Like, one of the things that he was doing. I feel like we should go on more wait, than wait, good wait, before shut we up, shut up. No, so we like 30 though. minutes into this. Oh, yeah, let's but, go like, to the bullshit, okay, okay, so, like, one of the things was the gotcha, ambush, guerrilla journalism tactics that Kip was using. That Kip, you have to know you full of shit for some of this, though. Damn like, security guards don't know fucking damn anything. Damn receptionists don't know anything. Stop like, it, you Kip. calling them, be like... Yo, so can you tell me the connection between processed meat and, like, cancer? Because I just read the study that said if you looked at processed meat for more than 30 seconds, you will get cancer and die just like in Death Note. Is that true? And some receptionist is sitting there like, what the the fuck? (laughs) You know what you mean? They always go silent for, like, 10 real seconds trying to figure out what the fuck this nigga talking about. I I go on many press conferences where Mm -hmm. I have to walk into a building and I have to either meet a receptionist or a security guard, right? Them niggas don't even know where the room is that you're supposed to go and you want them to solve all of the ills in the meat industry like, on this phone they call. They want you to determine like what causes cancer because up to right now, like the scientific community does no. not have a consensus on it, right? But he <laughs> expects his receptionist to know. Worse than that, everyone who's listening to this podcast, think about you at work. When you get a call from someone you're not used to getting a call from and they're asking you a question that's not in direct line of what you do, how you react on that call and be like, what the fuck? Like, and then, and then we like, you think about who you can transfer them to because you want to get off the line as fast as possible. Kip edited that shit to make it look like the receptionist and had the music in the background had this huge conspiracy. That's some scary music, though. That's some good music that he was Let doing. Me That's why I was like, oh, this is an instant propaganda. When that stuff happens to me, I do one of two things. I just transfer it immediately back to the front, to the operator, or I transfer it to Sandy Desk. Transfer zero. Yeah. Yeah, that's what you do. That's that's the move. That's what they should have done. That's be like, what they should have done right they away. They should have been like, oh, hold on, Mr. Kip. And then, like, immediately transfer that. But <laughs> I, I wish they had, like, some sass, some either some sassy black woman or some uncool that, dude. Kip edited that out. There was some sassy black woman at one of these things. Uh-uh. No. She started with that. No, but I have to get on this conspiracy, like, line of thinking that, like, the large meat companies are involved in this huge conspiracy. No, they are fucking not. And this is why it's not a conspiracy. All this shit is happening out in the open. They are not trying to hide it. They are not hiding who they give, like, large donations to, um, which congressmen, which senators they give money to. They're not hiding who... they have the logos right on the site. It helps them, actually, to say that they, they donate yeah. to these organizations. Yeah, so, like, when Kip was, like, presenting it, like, these people are hiding and, like, uh, talking about the issue on both sides of their mouth. And, like, there's, what like, the Cancer Society is in bed with, like, Tyson Foods or whoever's doing it. Like, no, that's intentional. So they can go to fundraisers and they can go to balls and see, pause, and <laughs> see him, like... Seem like reputable characters, like they're concerned for people in mass. When they're not, they're concerned about making money. But they ha- just like all of the businesses we all work for. They have. Mar- I know the people I work for only concerned about yeah, making money. They, and they have marketers and researchers and social media engineers who they pay, who tell them as you're wearing a suit, a cancer cure shirt. Yeah, but it's- and they have people who they pay to tell them like maybe we should give a million dollar donation to this thing. I'm like, yeah, I know that they might cite us, but like they might not because they know that we're giving them money. That's how this shit works. It's not a conspiracy. The food companies who you believe are evil and don't care about animals and don't care about your health and want you in the same pharmaceutical cycle, 
they are not hiding it from you. They this like if think about this. Kip found this out. Y'all watch Kip for like an hour and a half. Does Kip see him like Sherlock? Is <laughs> Kip Sherlock to y'all? Kip has never even found a razor. How much weed Kip has smoked in that blue van? All of it. What are you talking about? All of the weed. Go hang out with Kip. That's a big Is part of... Even... Listen, that's a big... But when Kip's a plant-based diet, he doesn't mean just eating the plants. Kip he whole also persona. means smoking the plants. Kip whole persona. Which is dog. okay, Kip. Never change. Live your life, Kip. Never, never, never change. But yeah, it... Everything you said is 100% right. And that was kind of their big reveal of the film because... And you just shit on Kip's big reveal because at that moment he was like, And get this. You will never <laughs> believe what we found. And that's when he put up all the logos and stuff. And I sat there like, yeah, if I was those companies, I would do that too. That's the exact same shit I'd do. Like, behemoths who, who watching this. Or who not watching, who listening to this. Think about companies who you don't fuck with, right? Be like, oh, no, I'm not about, like, drinking or I'm not about, like, gambling or any of that kind From of stuff. From Monday to Thursday. Yeah, but they sponsor everything. All that shit you like, they sponsor yep. it. They are in there. They're, that's how this shit works. So a whole lot of kids going to school today because of some stuff that those companies you don't fuck with bought. That's what I'm saying. So don't act like this is some big conspiracy. That you know you why? Because if you're the American Diabetes Association or the the heart health niggas or whatever, any money you get that goes towards research is money that you use towards research. You don't have time to be parsing that shit because there's no cure for this. Yes. Because someday someone might find some research that definitively says that, listen, for human beings... We should be fucking herbivores. We shouldn't be carnivores. And I can prove this definitively because I've been doing research for like 30 fucking years on this and did like went through the full spectrum, did a barrage of pair reviews, and now we have a conclusion. How did they explain to me the fact that Jesus give 5,000 of them niggas fish though? Excuse me, say what? Yeah. Right. Excuse me, say what? Right. According to Kip, all fish have mercury and you will die from mercury. <laughs> Kip's a lion ass motherfucker. <laughs> you know what's another thing that they did that I thought was I, I think I think what they did was this is kinda a and move I, out of oh, As we're okay, clowning this, I, I just don't want people to lose it. Like yes, a lot of this is bullshit, but that does not negate the overall message of you being more overly health conscious. Now let's continue oh, shitting yes. on Kip. Stop eating fries every day, you idiots. Yes, yeah, stop. But, <laughs> but um Pizza is delicious though. I'm, well still not every day. Like once but, like, while. if you slim, you should probably eat, like, some pizza so you could at least get slim thick. I mean, but... Then, yeah. See? Oh, see? Yeah. Look at how I just fuck now up your brain just now, though. though. Yes. Now, yes. we're talking about a whole other thing. Hold on, yeah. Okay, but... <laughs> look at how you immediately, like, fall apart. Cross my eye twinkle. <laughs> anyway. It's, like, it's almost as if the the vegan industrial complex, mm-hmm. these evil villains, yes. got into bed with sugar and said, we could take down them niggas. Because they were all of a sudden, they were like, hey, they were like, oh, fuck. sugar's not so bad. All the time that you heard that sugar's linked to diabetes and sugar's a part of a horrible diet, it ain't sugar. It's the meat. You think big sugar behind this entire thing? Big sugar thing? behind this. Let me tell you what happened. Okay. After the narco godfathers got shut down, a lot of them went to prison. They probably moved into sugar because they still wanted to move stuff that was white at yeah. least. And, and they then can they, hold it, and then yes, they can taste and now it. there's like Yo, call it product. Let's use some of the tactics that we've learned, and like how you have to step on products, and how you have to like like deface your enemy, cut off their supply. And like we could use this in this food war right now. I'd be like, nah, that ain't sugar. That sugar's fine. Like fucking eat all the candy you want. Don't eat that meat though. 
Huh. It's kind of like it's a it's a more sinister version of the Chick Fil A commercials where the cows are always trying to get people to eat chicken yes. to distract you from yes. eating cows. Yes, it's the exact same shit. Big sugar. See now, that's a real conspiracy. That is a real conspiracy. That's a real conspiracy. That's where Kip could say, "And guess what? See, people. That's how you make a bullshit and come yeah. up with a conspiracy. Dog, that you can't even have bullshit. a conspiracy that you can just do. That ain't even bullshit because I just pulled up this Time article and that is legit in here. Several reports have also suggested that the sugar industry funded research that turned attention away from sugar's link to heart disease, as well as research that influenced national health recommendations related to sugar consumption and cavity prevention. So basically, every what he's accusing think- the meat industry of doing, everyone is doing. I'm going to fund research to turn attention away from my bullshit and direct it to your bullshit. You think the Rodriguez brothers in charge of the sugar industry? I'm talking about them people on the public platform. Sassaleto's still alive, though, so what? Spoiler alert. By Rodriguez brothers, I assume you mean two baseball players. Yes. That's shortstop that's and second baseman. I yes, assume they play for the Padres ex- or that's something. That's exactly what I meant. That's Jose, exactly what Jose I meant. Altuve. <laughs> Giancarlo Stanton. <laughs> I just named him baseball. Keep going, keep going. His, do so I like, know more Hispanic baseball players? Do you think that, I guess, the ends just Rodriguez. <laughs> do the ends justify the means of, like, kept doing this? Does this have... Like, the effects of this documentary and people being, I guess, a little more health conscious than they normally would. Because what I always try to explain to people in, like, trying to eat healthier is, like, you're not going to all of a sudden just eat plant-based all the time, 100 days of the week, and then, like, be able to, like, cut out carbs and sugar, and then that's going to be your life. No, you will have fucking slip-ups. That's that's just the way it works. You just do that shit less. Don't eat it every day. Yeah, the last, I would say the last three to four years have been a legitimate process for me. It's not, it's not been easy, but I've made adjustments in the way I eat. And that's what we started by saying. I think this is, uh, it's tough for me to come down hard on either side of it, because while at the same time, I do think it's propaganda. I do think, um, they're exaggerating a lot of weak data in some areas, a lot of things you can poke holes into. They do that to get their message across, but there is some good in it, though. So I can't definitively be on one side or another yeah, because no, if, this forces pe- right if this forces some people to say, you know what, and especially the ones with the health concerns where they show... I don't know how true it is. You could be skeptical about that. When they show it was the one lady that couldn't walk, and then she said, "I switched to a plant-based diet," and two weeks later, there's nothing. Wrong I mean, with that, me. that, I had me, that had me thinking of some now. like some fucking televangelist who would like heal people I, I, right away. It I seemed like, a little Benny Hinnish. Hold bro. on, dog. It was a little Benny Hinnish. You know, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know. Like you, they keep telling you. Going to the plant-based diet completely reverses the effect of all of this stuff, and you won't have to take medicine anymore. That don't seem stupid to it you, though. It seems a bit much. That's, that seems fucking It seems retarded. a bit much. But, okay, one but of the other things... That's one of the things where they kind of misrepresent science, I think. One of the things that I also thought was misrepresented was uh, when the guy was saying that, um, I guess, the way that pharmaceutical industry and the food industry was operating, uh, that there was a level of institutional racism in that. Um, and, like, when he brought race into that... I just immediately had the thought, no, these food companies don't care about people in general. Yeah. Black people just happen, like, that happens to be a thing linked to poverty and then them uh, being uh, predatory on poor people. If you go to school in the South and you see all of the poor, most of the poor white people and the poor black people live in the same areas. Like, it's not different. They don't don't care about, 
like anyone below a certain income level. Yeah. They don't fuck with you that way and they will give you the worst food to eat. Yeah, rallies is just going to be that's in how the that hood. It don't matter. I'm saying. In the and that's the same rallies in the hood for black and for white people. Not to take a shot at rallies, but that's usually where I always saw them. They were always mean, in the hood. Wait, why did I feel like that tastes amazing though like this? I mean when you're coming from class and in and 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 yeah. yeah, and that's that's about it. Which amazingly goes back to one of the first few sentences you said on this podcast is in People in certain socioeconomic conditions don't really have the time to second guess a lot of this stuff. They don't have the time to You're think about to a lot of this stuff. You're something like at all. Like- if you you making minimum wage or maybe unemployed, but you somehow hit a lick and you run into some money and you got to figure out how to feed four to five people the cheapest way possible, it is very difficult to tell that person you got to go buy some organic shit from out of a fancy artisan food store because you can't afford that that's not gonna sustain you so like so what do we do this also made me think of like the idea and we've spoken about this on podcast before the idea of like clever consumption and about like you're now turning food into like some hipster shit that people get behind because now the way that you eat or veganism or being vegetarian says something else about you. And that's a lot of times like psychologically, that's really what people want. They want the idea of when they say that they're vegan, that that communicates something about their character to you. And And that's why vegans and CrossFitters always tell you that they do this shit because they want you to know that this is a part of who they are. And they believe that this sets them apart from, like, regular society. So that's part of the reason that they get into it at first. And then it becomes, like, as religion is lessening, it becomes, like, a cult-like thing where you just care about your veganism and it's so precious to you. They, lo- they love to smell their and own farts. They Shout enjoy, to South Park. And they, you, they just try the to advertise it all the time. And you got that effect from the documentary or from the new converts of it. Because the new converts would then tell, like, they... Had this air about them that they, they were better that they were better than you because they were doing this. Well, the, and when it, in terms of eating meat, they or, also no, feel not, like, not even better, but sometimes smarter than you, more informed, more woke. Yeah, all of that. That better is the big umbrella that all of that stuff. That's falls very under. true. Yes, but even uh, in terms of eating meat specifically, they feel like it's a moral high ground that they're taking, and that's also a part of that makes them better than you. Like. Until a few minutes ago, I don't even think we talk every day, and I don't even think I told you that I hadn't eaten red meat. In yeah, that I long. didn't know that. <laughs> and you could just do this stuff without announcing it to the world, and that's a part of the reason that this also got a lot of blowback from people that weren't on the side of it because there's a way to do this without being pushy, without being overbearing, without you saying, "Listen, it's only my way, or there's nothing else." You either switch to an all plant based diet, or you gonna die. Your kids gonna die. Like your everyone did. Hurricane Irma is all in your insides because you ate that. I mean, that's uh, partially egg true. Though. That's partially true. Hurricane Irma. She all about to be all in our insides. Yeah, she's bad bitches. Bad bitches won't, link up. Want to touch everybody? <laughs> BBLU. <laughs> But, like, that idea of people setting themselves apart, like, with the diet, because one of the one of the things that towards the end of the documentary Kip was talking about was, like, how it was affordable to, like, eat this way or to go to switch completely to a plant-based diet and, Kip, go shop at Fresh Market. <laughs> I, I once that. paid $14 for a pomegranate. I got in there with, uh, with John when we was on the way to that party to John to buy some mixers. I feel like John paid one hundred and twenty-seven dollars for some mixers. As accurate, yeah. 
Uh, like you could do it and you could find like cheaper options but like when you're feeding a family you know what it is that's yeah. a part of the status symbol too, yeah though. that's what i'm it's saying all it's a status symbol and it's all grabbing at that and like sometimes they don't care like if you talk to a vegan or if you talk to anyone about like what they consume what they eat they would say these reports or they would say this book but then you're in there in the middle of a conversation and you're like googling are you going to be convinced in that moment by that person that person really doesn't care what they do care about is that they believe that they have some superior moral high ground than you and to to an extent like i believe that listen if you could if you don't want to harm animals and you don't want to fuck with any of that and that's that's fine but like at some point does it become oppressive does it become and maybe oppressive is the wrong word for that but like does your the fact that you can become overbearing turn people off from your message i think it absolutely does it happens in every aspect of life it happens in christianity shit we see it happening anytime black people in america say hey maybe not kill us as much you know what i mean because when you you say something and you say it so much and then there's the presentation in the way people say things i feel like this happens with just about any topic there can be i've seen it there's like tons in of, every walk of there's life tons of vegan backlash because there are so many vegan memes about people hating vegans and like the idea that vegans can be like dicks about themselves they can, you just mentioned crossfit is this the same thing there that's true yeah it's the same it's always the same thing with religion yeah fucking okay what do you think kip is gonna do next now he did cowspiracy now it's what the health what does kip tackle next like you could just let sugar go like that kip well, yeah because they're in bed with sugar oh kip is in they're in bed with sugar, so they're, pro- they're probably attacked this. No, Kip takes a private plane, then from his private plane, gets to this Maserati, drives to the big sugar building. He goes in the board meeting. His hair is slicked back. He looks like Gordon Gecko. That, that's the real Kip. You know what I would like to see them do next? I would like to see them. He still them- smokes weed, though. Yeah, come on. Plant based. Plant based. I would like to see them tackle how people are supposed to be able to sustain this diet in a yes do a full a documentary means. on that and i would like that because and not just even in america it go to other countries go to third world countries, a large come par- to the caribbean a large part of it is going to have to be you've got to grow your own food obviously mm. because trying to buy all of this stuff and let's be honest the things that they slap the organic label on and sell it for eight times the price are the things that people grow in their own because that sustainable garden that is clever consumption that is ca- yeah. capitalist industry trying to drive people like even smirnoff had a gluten-free vodka shut up smirnoff there's no difference between any of the vodkas i'm already drinking vodka they just understood that they just needed to brand it differently because there are people who want to consume something they different. want to say it's gluten-free they want to say they it's gluten-free. Don't know what gluten is what the fuck is gluten? They that's gonna be the beginning is. of this podcast gluten is fucking delicious you don't know what it is then y'all anyway i forget what the number is of actual people who have gluten allergies it's not a lot not a good what the hell man what the hell Right, I mean, think. I'm all about a lot of this stuff because I obviously want... I want to be a healthier person. I want my family to be healthier. I worry all the time about the... Especially because Kaizen's a kid. He's seven years old. So it's difficult to try to get them to try to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So I worry about the long-term effects of this stuff. Everyone wants to live for as long as you possibly can to enjoy your life. So those are the things that... 
pulled on your heartstrings a bit in this in this film when they mm-hmm. really use the health concerns to get you to think about it and to think about I, your it, quality of life. A lot of that is true because it is. they're like the nature like they want to treat the disease. They don't want to prevent the disease. There's no money in preventing the disease. Like all of a sudden like you prevent the disease, the disease dies out, it's gone. How do how do these like companies then, then these make surgeons money? aren't multimillionaires. They're not opening in private practices. The That's hospital's not making all of this money mm-hmm. charging you hundreds and thousands of dollars. You're being for these charged surgeries. like so much money for these pills they'd have to get into a new line of business at um, that point. but according to this you you eat some twigs and berries and you good you could throw all your medication away see and that, like a lot of what kip was saying like i hear these same argument from the anti-vaccine people who are also full of shit yeah if like, you anti-vaccine feel- and you listen to this podcast don't listen to this no more <laughs> You just want people because they die. feel like a lot of the danger is the stuff that they're putting in meat. It's the pus in the hind quarters of the pig. Oh, Jesus! Uh, fucking a. Right. Okay, make me not want to eat pigs. Okay, I think we're done. Okay, yeah. all right. This has been the Athea Juniors podcast. I need a minute. Say something, club enough. It's supposed to be a new watch alert. Maybe don't kill it because it wouldn't be vegan. <laughs>